it's a Monday. Uh, that's that's what the day is. That's when we're recording. Um, I'm John, back again for Little Hops of Horrors podcast. Uh, we're going to do Cocaine Bear today. Um, yeah, I don't think I really need to go into the uh, deep storyline here. Uh, it's pretty much about a bear that uh, picks up a new habit, and that's that's about uh, that's about all you need to know. Um, I'm sure, you guys have seen the trailer. There, were, this one got a lot of uh, you know decent marketing behind it, and uh, made the rounds on some some bigger uh, podcasts and stuff like that. I think like Pat McAfee and and guys like that talked about this stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, we we sat down and watched it last night. It's now available on Peacock. If you guys are uh, you know didn't feel like going to the movies or anything like that, or spending twenty bucks on Amazon to watch it, uh, it is available. Like I said, on Peacock now. Uh, so subscribe to that for a couple bucks a month, or try the free trial thing with endless uh, email addresses that you can create. Uh, create account create. And I swear, I swear, I've taken one sip of beer. So. Um, Tongue tied, <laughs> see, I can't even say it today. Tongue tied, kind of guy. There we go. All right, we're back. Today we're gonna do uh, molecular. Oh my god, this is terrible today, guys. This is so bad. Why can't I speak today? Um, today we're going to do molecular effect. <laughs> it's an it's a hazy IPA from Grist House, local to Pittsburgh. Um, it's got some citra hops in it, Motueka hops and uh, CGX, whatever that is. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what that is. I've actually never seen that before. Um, this coming from a guy who worked at a brewery. Um, maybe it's one of those cryo hops, uh, but I'm not sure. I don't want to, um, you know, mislead anybody. Anyway, uh, Grist House, local to Pittsburgh, located in um, right outside the city, actually, uh, in that 28 corridor that I had mentioned in previous episodes. Um, can't believe we're on episode four already. Uh, again, Thank you for listening. If you have listened and continue to listen, please, if you can, if you think your buddy would like it, if you think a friend would like it, parent, relative, literally anybody, uh, feel free to give us a shout out. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Little Hops of Horrors podcast. We got the little hop pellet, uh, Venus flytrap dude, um, up there for you guys to, uh, we, we kind of stick out big thanks to, uh, um, you know, anybody that, that's, that's stuck with me uh, so far, like I said, this is episode four. Um, this is all that being done before the Evil Dead Rise release. Uh, we feel like we got the right podcast equipment now. Uh, everything feels like we're getting a little bit of a flow. So it should be a little, uh, you know, hopefully the bumps are getting smoothed out here. Um, back to Grist House, though. Um, they were one of the OG um, like craft breweries. Uh, when this when this big beer phase kind of kicked off in the city of Pittsburgh, uh, you know we had had um, Penn Brewery before that, Church Brew Works, stuff like you know um, breweries like that nearby. But when that uh, that craft beer like revolution, you guys remember, um, probably about ten years ago or so, um, maybe maybe even like yeah, probably about ten years ago, I think. Um, they were one of the first ones that, that opened up and really, uh, you know, had some success, uh, out here. Um, Brew Gentleman was another one. We're going to do them in a future episode. Uh, I had alluded to a, uh, uh, Pittsburgh hop showdown between, um, some of the, the heavy hitters in the, in the city. And, uh, so we're going to do a little mini one today between them and Hitchhiker. Uh, they're, you know, in that same corridor, uh, one's in Sharpsburg and the other's in Millvale. Um, Chris House actually just dumped a bunch of money into their uh into their brew uh brew pub 
and um, it looks awesome. It's like state of the art. It is beautiful. Zach and those guys did a great job down there. Uh, if you haven't been down, I highly recommend it. It is dog friendly. They're actually kind of known for that. Um, they have all these events throughout the year and stuff like that. Um, you can take your pet. They have like mobile vets and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so they, they always have a pretty stacked uh, tap list. They actually just had an event this past weekend where they had some uh, you know barrel aged stuff on, which we're actually, uh, actually going to drink um, next week for the Evil Dead Rise release and the uh, first horror movie review that will be released on this podcast. So again, like I said, a little ahead of myself, but this is episode four. Uh, it'll be released in uh, the second week of May. Um, so yeah, a lot of things can happen between now and then, but I'm just trying to get a little back catalog here so we don't miss anything. So uh, we're going to take a sip of this molecular effect. See, I didn't mess it up that time, huh? It's pretty good. Um, Chris House usually doesn't miss. Um, you know, like I said before, we are very spoiled here in the city of Pittsburgh. We have a lot of great breweries. Um, everybody's pretty much... Um, you know, top of their game because they have to be, you know, the competition's too good. Um, and we've actually, from what I've seen in, in some of the local bottle shops, we've pushed out some other regional, um, you know, breweries kind of trying to come in here and, and, and shove their way in onto our shelves and stuff like that. And, and it just doesn't move because our local distribution and our local product is so good here in Pittsburgh. We're very, very fortunate. So, um, and I have traveled, you know, enough around you know the united states and everything like that in the past couple of years and i was always seeking out local breweries just to see how we stack up against you know what our stuff's like versus you know some of the hype breweries from around the areas and uh yeah i gotta you know tip my cap to everybody here um we gotta we're very spoiled here in pittsburgh so if you haven't been come on in we're the we're the big little city um there's all kinds of cool stuff to do here uh, we gotta you know like I said, our, our food now is, is getting insane. It's not just Permani Brothers sandwiches. Um, you know, we have a, a great beer scene, fantastic beer scene. Uh, obviously, we have the the Steelers and, and stuff like that. That's like old Pittsburgh. But uh, there's a new, like, renaissance that's been happening in the past couple of years with, uh, you know, some new up-and-coming neighborhoods and stuff like that with a lot of cool things to do. So if you haven't and uh, you want to check out Pittsburgh, can't recommend it enough. If you're from Pittsburgh, Go explore your city. There's so many cool things to do here. Um, I'll never get tired of it. I love it here. Um, so yeah, that was just a little opening ranting monologue. Uh, we're going to do cocaine bear. And trust me, what I just told you had more substances than, than this movie does. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it, it's just mindless fun. It's a movie that doesn't take itself seriously. Um, and sometimes you need that, you know, it's just something to put on in the background. You don't, they tried they honestly they didn't even really try to do a storyline and i kind of appreciate about that you know they didn't um you know there wasn't really any character development that you don't know who any of these people are uh it starts off right off the bat with a you know some funny and uh, insane moments um yeah on it we <laughs> my wife actually uh treated me last night she's not a horror fan yes you heard that correctly she's not a horror fan and she is married to someone who has a horror movie review podcast. So uh, typically our research goes, you know, I will watch stuff in the bedroom or um, in, uh, in the living room and uh, spoiler alert. If you guys have not seen hereditary, you're going to want to skip ahead about 30 seconds, probably a minute to be safe. Um, my wife, <laughs> she actually walked in. If you guys have seen hereditary, you guys know the telephone pole scene, right? Where uh, the little girl, it hangs out a little too far and the brother uh well 
gets a little too close. And uh, my wife comes in and she's putting laundry away and she's like, can you pause it? And I shit you not, as I pause it, it just, I paused it at the one frame, but I guess it, there was a delay. And so it's just the severed head covered in all the, you know, bugs and everything like that, just on the screen. And she's putting the clothes away right in front of the screen, just this thing staring her in the face. And I felt bad for her, but uh, she's a trooper. She puts up with me and uh, can't thank her enough for that. Um, and she's, she's behind me 100% for, for getting this podcast off the ground here. So, you know, again, thank you, um, to my lovely wife. So anyway, um, back to cocaine bear, there's a transition for you, huh? Uh, we go from adoring our wives to <laughs> illegal drugs. Um, yeah. So right off the bat, you know, you're kind of thrown into it. Um, not, not a lot is, is, is going on. Um, there, there's a, there's a cop and well, you don't even really know he's a cop. I didn't know he was a cop. Uh, then again, we spent most of the beginning of the movie searching for our, um, our surround sound remote. So we, it was kind of quiet and we, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say we still haven't found it. And we had to use like a different, uh, Bluetooth speaker to try to, you know, make a, make up for that loss effect. Um, so we lost a little bit of it, but I, again, it's not a deep plot. It's a bear that gets high on cocaine and, and, fucks a bunch of people up, right? You're not missing a whole lot. So uh, that being said, I need a little liquid refreshment from Gristow. I smack my teeth off the glass, real classy, real uh, real smooth. That's one thing I am not. Um, anyway, so yeah, you I mean you just you're kind of thrown right into the action, um, if that's what you want to call it. They introduce some of these movies when you know it's going to be kind of just a shit show, you know, and there's just these like. NPC kind of characters. They're, they're just meaningless. They don't have any real, there's no, I don't even know if there was like a protagonist or an antagonist in this movie. I, I, I don't even know. I, it's just that it's just, a, it's kind of its own thing, honestly. And, um, so I start looking at like how many people are likely going to die. Like what's the body count probably going to be. And, uh, you're introduced to the park ranger and you know, the little kids, the, the little kids <laughs> was kind of funny. Um, it's a funny movie. It doesn't take itself seriously or anything like that, which I had mentioned before. Um, but the little kids going back and forth about, I mean, the kid might've been like 10 or something like that, like stranger things age kind of, and they're out exploring in the woods and they find the cocaine and all that stuff. And the little kid brags about doing it. And the girl's like, Oh yeah. Oh, why don't you try it? He's like, I I don't have to do that. (laughs) <laughs> and they there's this you know funny exchange of them actually trying cocaine and that's um yeah, that was funny um i was kind of expecting a little more uh, of an output you're you're an outcome not output um brain fart there uh from from that you know, i was expecting them to be racing around or doing something crazy uh that didn't really happen um it just kind of jumps to the uh to the rangers like headquarters thing um and you find this, this, she wasn't justified and she's been in a couple things, but I just remember her from justified. I think her name was like Mags or something like that. Uh, she's an elderly, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, and she has the hots for this like super dorky, nerdy, like Smokey the bear, you know, environmentalist guy. And he's, he's just, he's a character bird. Oh my goodness. A character bird, a character bird. What the hell is a character mer? Character <laughs> that you don't mind if he's uh, not in the movie for much longer. And same with her. She's kind of annoying too. 
But there was a great one-liner when <laughs> he comes in and says, your beaver's a little dusty. And she says, I'm working on that, which is funny because you see her getting, she has the hots for him. Um, yeah, so the kids get lost. The girls, you know, uh, the mother of one of the children comes in trying to look for them and everything. And, uh, you know, off they go. A um, couple of other characters are introduced where there's, uh, I guess, uh, I think they're they're drug dealers or they're formerly drug dealers or they work for a drug dealer or something like that. Uh, like Ray Liotta's kid, which is his last film. And man, that dude, I, I can't help but see um, Henry from from Goodfellas when anytime I see him, uh, that iconic laugh. I mean, he was so good in that movie. I love Goodfellas. Maybe I'll do that on a Patreon. Maybe I'll do non-horror movies for Patreon eventually. Just some of my cult favorites. Not that you guys care uh, about my cult favorite movies. Maybe you do. I don't know. Um, but Goodfellas isn't really a cult favorite. That's just an all time great film there. Um, but yeah, he plays kind of a despicable son of a bitch in this too. So it's not, you know, he's, he's good at that role. Uh, and I do believe that was his final role. So, uh, you know, rest in peace there, Ray Liotta. Here's a cheers to you, buddy. Yeah, this is, um, this is good. This, uh, Malikli, oh my goodness. We're tripping over ourselves today. Guys, I swear to God, I did not have any alcohol before this. Um, I just can't talk for whatever reason. Maybe I, uh, didn't have enough, uh, food or something like that. I mean, I've had, there's it's still a full, it's still a full beer in the can. There's like four ounces that I, I poured in here and two of them are gone. Um, it's a little more bitter. Uh, now, confession here i have uh another uh local guy that like i uh, had mentioned before tripping over my words today here jeez um airway from hitchhiker now citra hops are the most approachable i think uh as far as a hop in an ipa um and it kind of is self-explanatory you know there's a citrus profile that comes along with that and you know hazy ipas tend to already have that, but this just kind of boosts it, makes it a little better, a um, little more forward. And uh, Airwave is their all citra hazy IPA, and it's fantastic. Um, this this molec- molecular effect, I should have picked a, an easier beer name. I think I'm going to take that into account <laughs> next time. Um, geez. Yeah, um, it's good. It definitely has a little bit of a... Uh, bitterness from the hops um it's a little clearer than uh than some hazies that you'll see um i mean it's still the hazy ipa but it's not as the i mean some of this stuff comes out and it's just yellow or it looks like orange juice you know um this is not one of those there's still some clarity here which is fine um so we're going to finish this off we're going to crack into airway before we get to the the peak of the movie so if you guys have to uh oh, just give me a second all right i'm back <clears throat> not as bad at uh, chugging beer this week as I was um, last week. I mean, I'm still bad at chugging beer. I never do it. All right, so we're on to Airwave. Oh, man, I love this beer. It's so good. Hitchhiker, again, and it's not just because I worked for them, but I feel like they, uh, like Dancing Them in Pittsburgh is like, they're like the hype guys, right? They're the ones that like always had lines for whatever they put in a can. And I, and I mean that seriously. Uh, and not to say that they don't make great beer. They really do. But a lot of the beer in Pittsburgh is, you know, you're splitting hairs if you're really trying to, you know, say who's the best and who's not the best. It comes down to personal preference at the end of the day. 
Um, and, uh, you know, hitchhiker, man, they're just, they're fantastic. Um, now this hazy, good luck seeing through it. You can't, it is hazy as hazy can get. Um, so we're gonna take a sip. So good. Yeah. That one, uh, that one wins for me. Um, oh, it's just delicious, man. It's like, like orange juice almost not quite, but you, yeah. Anyway, go out and try, you know, try both of these breweries. They're a couple minutes away from each other, probably like 10 minutes away. You know, um, both of them usually have food trucks on the weekends. You know, they're, uh, they're definitely worth checking out if you haven't. Uh, Hitchhiker actually has a second location in Mount Lebanon. So if you're in the South Hills of Pittsburgh or you're staying with a relative or whatever, um, they have a tap room over there also. So, uh, yeah, be sure to give these guys a look and they're both pretty good about their distro locally to Pittsburgh. Uh, so you can find them just about anywhere in any, you know, bottle shop or place that carries like a good amount of craft beer. So, Oh, excuse me. All right. Um, there's that indigestion. That's the fun part about this. Oh man, I got to get like a, like a sound. Like if I, once I figure out like a soundboard or something like that, I'm going to have to get one of those. So I have like a funny button to hit when I have to like relieve myself of the gas that is built up from drinking, uh, you know, beer. Man, okay, so we're back to Cocaine Bear, uh, this very, you know, complex storyline here. And um, you're introduced to the to the drug dealers, uh, and, and they go looking for these, these bags of Coke. And, of course, they all encounter each other, and uh, it starts off with the, the, the Mags Bennett lady, the, the, the park ranger, um, her and that crew, the guy that she has the hots for, and then the, uh, the mom looking for the little girl, uh, they encounter one of the coked up kids up, in, up in a tree and they're talking about this bear and that scene's kind of, you know, it's all right. I, I was almost, uh, at the point of like, I'm not going to shut it off, but it's, it's, you know, oh man, it's losing me. It's not, it, it tries really hard to be funny and, and it, it doesn't always land. And some of that stuff is pretty tough. Um, sorry if you guys can hear my Yorkie in the background, he's uh vocal, uh, and we're trying to, he's in, he's in his, his room hanging out and he wants to be a part of this podcast, but, um, he just doesn't, uh, he doesn't drink beer, so he can't be on here. Um, so that was the first kill that you see, I believe. Yeah. 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 That's where, uh, <laughs> the dude gets like hung upside down and he, he's got cocaine all over him and he gets eaten to pieces and stuff like that and falls out of the tree. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> he falls out in pieces and it's, it's, it's kind of good. Uh, but the, the best part of this movie, um, is when the park ranger, she ditches everybody. She says, see you later. I'm getting out of here. Um, and she gets back to her park office and, uh, is trying to, um, call for help. And she stumbles upon a couple of kids that are trying to rob her and take her money and stuff. And um, they're trying to play it off like that's not what's happening. But she got, you know, attacked by this bear and she's just trying to kill this thing. Um, her character is kind of annoying because, well, this one scene did make me laugh out loud, but she's kind of annoying the whole time. Um, the bear's outside and uh, one of the kids is in there and she's like, can you open the door? And, uh, so he opens the door and she shoots him right through the fucking head, the kid. And she's like, whoops, I missed. And like the whole scene has to carry on while there's this, like, she just 
nonchalantly just shot this kid right in the fucking head. And it's hysterical. Um, the next best part is the ambulance part. You know, obviously the EMTs were called and all that stuff and they show up and, and that, that scene's pretty much the best scene of the movie. Uh, this, this whole encounter where the, uh, the guys, you know, looking around and they discover that the bears in, you know, the, the, the Ranger's office and stuff like that. And, um, you know, there's a funny exchange there of, you know, oh, that this always gets me when there's the bear like gets out of this, out of this room. Right. And he pushes the door over and he's standing on top of this guy. And, uh, that the, the saliva, the whatever is coming out of this bear's mouth. And anytime there's like something on top of like pinning something else down and there's, you know, some kind of liquid, coming out of their mouth or something like that. And it's like falling onto the person. It's a, oh God, it's so gross. It's not, it's really rough for me to watch. And um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, oh man, it was all right. Oh God, the dog's going nuts now. So I hope you guys can bear with me here for a minute. Um, but yeah, we're almost done here. Uh, Okay, let's get this beer out here. This is oh god, I just dropped my phone. Uh, sorry about the moments of silence here. Like I said, still smoothing, smoothing over the bumps here. Um, yeah. So that was pretty much the uh, the peak of the movie. There, um, they get into the uh, the ambulance. Everybody escapes out of that somehow. The you know the the bear attacking the dude on top of the door. Um, Sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a second. Uh, the dog was going nuts. And I, I hope it didn't take away too much from the episode. Uh, but we're going to, you know, like I said, we're soldiering through. We're almost done here. Got a couple more minutes and that's about it. Um, so, you know, everybody makes it out of this situation. And the bear uh, apparently can sprint, you know, 60 miles an hour or whatever. And <laughs> um, catches on, you know, catches up to this ambulance. And uh yeah, it's pretty great. It reminded me of Zombieland, um, a little bit. Some of these kills, like the the, the chicken, the um, uh, what the hell is that? Gurney? There we go. No, is that Gurney? Is that the thing that's that's in the back of the? Uh, there's the other dogs. They're all hungry now. Oh, I can't wait till I get my like a better studio situation for you guys, so you don't have to deal with this kind of thing all the time. Um, yeah, the Gurney thing. She gets ripped out of the back of the. Uh, the back of the ambulance and um, her face scrapes her to a halt. And that's just a, ooh, that'd be such a rough way to go. Um, and then the other lady gets ejected out of the front, uh, you know, the front windshield or whatever, um, which reminded me of uh, zombie land. You remember when the intro uh, he's talking about, you know, the uh, little girls that, you know, at that birthday party or whatever it was. And, um, the mom's like driving away and she's not paying attention. Oh, he's talking about the, uh, the seatbelt rule. That's what it was. And, uh, he said, always wear your seatbelt. And she didn't. And she met her fate. And that, that kill just reminded me of that. Anyway, you, you see a lot of parallels in, in some of these, uh, some of these horror movies and like inspiration. I mean, nothing's really original anymore. It's just kind of re remanufactured, uh, ideas, uh, that they got from somewhere else. Um, and honestly, after that, there's really not much more to this movie. There's kind of a funny exchange between uh, the cop and, and the drug dealers. There's a cop that enters in. I didn't even know he's a cop. I wasn't really paying attention to that point. We were still looking for the damn remote. 
Uh, but <laughs> again, I didn't miss much. Um, he has all the cocaine and then the drug dealers find him and there's like this weird standoff and then the bear comes out of nowhere <laughs> and passes out on that guy, uh, which that was, that was pretty funny too, <laughs> that exchange. Um, but after that, you know, we, uh, we tried to finish it and we did, but, um, you know, we probably could have just ended it there. So, uh, that was, that's cocaine bear. Um, it, it was, um, uh, it, it was all right. You know, I'm not mad. I watched it. Am I going to go out of my way to watch it again anytime soon? Probably not. Yeah. That's just, it was, it was okay. Uh, if it wasn't for those couple scenes in the middle, uh, probably would have been a little bit of a waste of time, uh, in my opinion. And I don't, that's just me. Um, when I look at like horror comedies and stuff like that, I think of, uh, you know, the greats right off the bat, you know, the like cabin in the woods or, uh, Shaun of the dead, Tucker and Dale versus evil, um, dead stream of last year, which is on shutter. And we're going to review that. That movie cracked me up. And, uh, there were two pretty good jump scenes. And again, didn't watch the trailer. And after I watched the trailer, I saw that one of them was kind of, you know, unveiled. So I'm glad I didn't watch the trailer. I just jumped in and, uh, and watched it. Um, but yeah, as far as is, it's as ridiculous as you would imagine this, this cocaine bear. If you have watched it, you know, uh, hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> hope you got something out of it. Uh, again, we always try to pull something out of the horror movie that we, uh, that we see. Um, it's hard to, to invest, you know, an hour into something and, and not just see it through, uh, even if it doesn't live up to expectations. You know, this one was one of those movies that didn't, uh, and I, they were pretty low, <laughs> but you know, it just didn't, uh, didn't take it home for me. So yeah, that was cocaine bear. Um, yeah, this is the fourth episode. Uh, you guys are going to hear this after we do barbarian, which comes out, uh, well, you'll see if, uh, if you're still listening. So again, sorry about the, um, you know, the, the, the real life, um, complications here, uh, still trying to figure out all these damn controls on this, uh, this, uh, Spotify or not Spotify platform, the podcast platform. Um, but yeah, I guess that's, that's kind of the fun of podcasting, right? It's, it's real life. Uh, some of it is kind of a little more rehearsed, but it's, it's raw, right? It's not, uh, you know, I don't have a producer. I have me and my beer and my pumpkin candle and my Godzilla picture and my beer mug. And that's about it. Um, we actually have a couple things from Chinatown, but that doesn't matter. They're good luck charms. Um, yeah. So I hope you guys, uh, you know, we're, I haven't figured out, maybe I'll put a poll up this, this week to find out or, uh, next week and narrow it down to a couple movies. Um, I really want to do the dark and the wicked. That one's so good. Um, there's a couple other hidden gems that I really want to do. Maybe I'll do, uh, we can do Megan, um, watch that earlier this year and it's technically a 2023 release. So, uh, on Peacock anyway, the unrated version. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll, uh, Maybe we'll put a poll up on uh, on the Instagram page. So uh, again, Little Hops of Horrors uh, podcast on Instagram. Keep an eye out on that. Uh, we're going to be, you know, we try to be as active as we can. We being me, me being I, because I'm the only person that does this and I can't stop saying we for whatever reason. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, go check out these two breweries. Um, we're done with the horror movie part. Uh, if you haven't, you know, been to Grist House or had your... Um, you know, had anybody ship you grist house. If you got friends in Pittsburgh or anything like that, tell them to stank you four pack. Same with hitchhiker, you know, 
tell them to get some of this stuff because it's great. Um, next week, haven't figured out the beer yet either. Um, but we're going to start doing some stuff. That I'm thinking about switching up. I know I had mentioned that uh, Coors Banquet's like my go-to opener, my go-to crispy boy uh, beer. Uh, but I think I might I might switch it up. We might do an all domestics episode where I do, you know, Michelob Ultra versus Bud Light or whoop, whoop, can't say Bud Light right now. Uh, well, maybe again when this episode comes out, I don't know if it'll be okay again. Um, <laughs> if you can't laugh about that, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it's just, it, it's all funny to get, to get worked up over, to get worked up over a beer. Uh, but Hey, that's, yeah, that's not me. That's not my life. I don't, I don't choose to, to live that way. We're not going to be a political show. I can promise you that it's just funny to laugh about beer. That's all. Um, but yeah, we might do like a McUltra versus a Budweiser, which I hate Budweiser, but, um, we'll see. Yeah. We're, we're going to cook up some fun ideas here. I promise I'm not going to do IPAs all the time. I know that I did. Um, I did them already <laughs> for the introductory episode and, uh, or was it barbarian? I think, yeah, barbarian. Sorry about that. Um, see all these episodes and beers are running together already. And I promise you that I've only had about seven ounces of beer at this point, uh, approximately, uh, definitely no more than seven ounces of beer so far today. And, uh, that's about it for today. So I hope you guys had fun. Hope you guys, uh, if you did watch cocaine bear, you had a good time. Uh, stay tuned for next week's episode yet to be determined, uh, but keep an eye out on that Instagram page and, uh, we'll catch up with you next time. Cheers.